Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Now, <laughs> there was a lot of breathing, and I'm like, "Is it happening?" Oh, I'm Jackie. I'm Hi. Lori. Hi, how's it going? Oh, okay. So it's Wednesday. Yep. We're, night. We, we got to do two. We're doing these way in advance. Yeah. This is this is 2015. Right. We've seen each other. This will be the third time this week we've talked I to know. each other for oh, an right hour. hour. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I did a set at Booby Trap earlier. Have you done Booby Trap? You didn't like yeah. it. No, no, I uh, uh, I loved it. Why am I? Why uh, did I phrase it that way? Why did you phrase it that way? No, I did it. Well, here's here's my booby trap experience. Uh-huh. Uh, it was in a weird uh, death uh, warehouse area. And yeah, it took me. Uh, I was like, oh, is this where they're rendering my body for candles? <laughs> because uh, it took me so long to find the space. Mm-hmm. The audience was. It was a variety show, right? And I was. I did five minutes. Yeah, that's the gig. That's the whole gig. Yeah. The audience is psyched. I uh, feel I'm exhausted by the time I get there. And then I do the five minutes well, and I want to do 15. He moved it. Well, you know what? It's like, um, yeah, it's a very short set. It's good to, you know, it's good practice your short set right. chops. Right. right. Um, he moved it to a different warehouse. Okay. It's um, it's easier to get to. There's parking across the street. And it's gorgeous. Okay. I mean, he decorates it. He's got he's got uh, aerialists. People are fucking hanging from the ceiling yeah, for yeah, four minutes, and then right. they finish. Right, like they come all the way out there and get up on the ceiling and drop, and then they're done. They get the light and they they bounce off. Right, which is amazing because yes. I am a grumpy Magoo over here about just getting stand up for five minutes. They've had to put on leotards, they, yeah, costumes, climb up makeup. On they look like yeah. figure skaters, and right. there's yeah. So it's it's really extraordinary. And then you know it, it is like a little bit of a. Sorry, I'm going to do stand-up. Right, right, because I was like, I do not play the cello with my left pinky toe or whatever. But it's it's fun to watch. It, I would, to some extent, there's part of me that would rather watch it. Yeah. Than be in it. I'd love to bring my kid to it, but sometimes uh, it, they're Adult. a little sexual. Yeah, but it's it's a really cool, cool little show. I meant to ask you in one of these other two hours that we've spoken, yes. uh, did you go see The Bodyguard? No, I didn't. Did you? Yes, yes, I did. Because we both I, have season tickets. We both have season tickets for, to the Pantages. Just to, for Hamilton. I have, for Hamilton. Did and you like I'm, it? Uh, no, 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 I did not. Uh, and I blame the director because, first of all, I never saw the movie The Bodyguard. Really? Um, I saw the, um, and this was a musical version of The Bodyguard with a woman whose voice, the two, the two women leads were v- beautiful voices. Yeah. Neither of whom were Whitney Houston's voice. Oh. And they were singing Whitney Houston songs. And um, and it was, it was directed in this incredibly serious, dramatic fashion about oh. this guy who wasn't Kevin Costner protecting someone who You're, wasn't Whitney Houston. You know, you don't seem to make the transition from screen to stage very well. You're I just actually angry at live actors. It's, it's from book to, sk- to stage to screen to ice. You read the no, book? No, it's fine. It would, have been fine. it would have been fine. I would have put it on There's ice. It's a bodyguard book? No, I have no idea. But I, but I will say this. I just wish it had been campier. 
Oh yeah. Like if it had been goofier, uh-huh. I would have been completely on board. Mm. The first the first number, I was like, "Oh, it's going to be great." Yeah. The number after the curtain call was just them jamming out, having a great dance, yeah, singing thing and I was like, oh, "Why couldn't it have been 2 hours of this?" And it wasn't. So, um other people liked it. Well, uh, from your the two <laughs> things you've complained about two in a row, I sense that you are a difficult audience to please. <laughs> you just wow. don't like it when people try this hard. Sort, this sort of judgment is uh, <laughs> sweeping. Let's just say that there's been some sweeping judgments. No, I did like an American in Paris. I just uh, the I didn't see that one either. Well, the American in Paris, the dancing was amazing. Yeah, and what I didn't like was the was the script where the Gene Kelly character changes the name of the love love interest and is like no your name is eliza now and she's mm-hmm. like no my name is and he's like you well it's not as pretty as eliza and so it just changes to whatever name it's just it's a, it was a, it's a dumb plot point um debbie reynolds was like 19 when she did that movie she was so young she just yeah. died it's it's weird like we up until like months ago we had a link to that era in Hollywood still alive mm-hmm. she was fucking 19 and Gene Kelly was apparently right. working her to death you know oh oh, right right the dancing her. dancing yeah, yeah. Um, I just did my set and it didn't where, it was where? over the improv at the lab or the, no, the main room yeah Bill Devlin show that guy fills a room man really yeah it's it was an, it was an amazing audience I mm-hmm. was just working on essentially I got approved to do a set, but now I have to put it together. Cool. And um, I cannot get the words in the right order because they are exactly what you were saying last time, which is that's not the order that they go in. Right. And I know. So I have to set it up that I am married and it's my first relationship. Yeah. Like you suggested. That was your suggestion. And he really liked that. And then go into the first joke and then do the second big chunk and then he only liked half of this other joke mm-hmm. and then close it on this one joke. And so I'm running it, but just, it just needs to be, it just Finessed. needs to be run. It needs to be, um, you need to create new pathways in your brain. <laughs> yes. That you will undo as soon as you finish. As soon as I finish. <laughs> exactly. But then, you, yeah, it has to go in that order no matter what. And, right. uh, that is the order that was approved and people like, that's, and, that's and it's a good cool. order, actually. It, but that's good. And now you just live. It's it's almost like taffy. You're going to pull it this way and that way. You're going to live right there with yep. that chunk that way mm-hmm. and figure it out. And maybe you've got callbacks in there you don't see yet. You know, maybe there's, oh, I don't know. I yeah, have no yeah. idea. But the, maybe there's a way to. Maybe there's a way to glue it together in a better way. Yeah, so way. it's just not, I put these jokes in this order. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I can, when I, you see stand-up sets on TV, you could tell it's just, oh, it's you know. Too yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, may, it, you know, if you if you're lucky enough to have enough time, three weeks, two weeks notice, you can start to go. All right, you know, this is it. So yeah. Wh- and I know, talked to a couple I... of people around, yeah, uh, uh, who book, you know, uh, get, picking up sets on the next couple of weeks when yeah. I'm in town. Yeah, like I'm, I'm. The week this goes up is the week that I'm out again with Brian Regan uh, doing Fayetteville and. San Antonio, I think. Cool. Can but, you do it there? Can you open with it there? No, no, mm. I don't think so. Because it's it's clean, but it's not. It's too. It's. I think it's too adult. It's the three right. jokes that it's and it's inside baseball. Yeah. It's the. Oh th- yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It's, uh, yeah. His audience doesn't want that. But I did write a new joke. The new joke that I've been working on for a week. Mm-hmm. I wrote today with uh, with Aaron Foley, mm-hmm. and. Um, we uh, we came up with um, 
an end to it, which is awesome. Cool. And that joke, if I can work on it before the Regan week, will be a new chunk. I like to. I want there to be more new stuff that I'm doing in front of him. So right. that cause I, know. I just yeah. So do you think he even watches though? He does watch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he totally stands on the side. And he says, "Have fun," and then he yeah. stands and watches your 20 minute set. Wow. And then you introduce him, and then. Cool. Yeah. And then you go back out because he's got the audience trained so well. Wow. He gets to do his hour of new stuff that he's working on that he loves. So they know in advance kind of or? Well, they know they know to sit. They don't, they don't do that thing where they yell out old old bits. Wow. Because he comes out for, he's like, it's an encore, but it's not an encore because I just go back out and they just yell old bits and I do old bits at them. Oh, my God. But he's got them trained. awesome. Yeah. So they don't yell anything during his set. Wow. Though what uh, a, a career couple of that times. guy has, yeah, yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet to just watch him work too, mm-hmm. and watch him do new stuff in front of twelve hundred people, or eighteen hundred people, or seven thousand people. Because he's not, because he's based in uh, Vegas, Vegas, but he doesn't. He's not do bouncing stand-up. around at open mics in Vegas. Nope, <laughs> he just does breaks new shit out yeah. in front of twelve hundred people. Mm-hmm. God dang, mm-hmm. that's amazing. It's pretty great. I have. I, after this podcast, then I'm driving out to Venice to do oh, uh, right. Bronson Jones's show, the last spot on his show. Is that the basement thing over yeah, by the yeah, beach? Yeah, the underground. Yeah, it's that's great. a great room. Yeah, yeah, it's shocking. It's shocking. You're how like, good oh, this is. is. You're like, oh, oh, bar. It's great. It's, it's great. great. You yeah. just have to find parking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a classic. But and I, then tomorrow morning, I have like a little show business uh, meeting. Like well, a well, breakfast well. meeting, hello, with a show business person. Excellent. And um, for some reason, I, 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 okay, in my head, I'm like, all right, it's Thursday morning. It's Thursday morning. And then I had written it on my calendar as Wednesday morning. And at eight thirty this morning, I was like, oh my god, I fucking forgot. And yeah, yeah. And I just was panicking. And I'm like, uh, do, do do I do I tell him I forgot, which is like right. insulting, or do I make up something? <laughs> right, which is also insulting. Well, no, they what don't do know. You do? Yeah. I you know what? I said you I'm didn't have sorry. To do either. I go I for some reason I thought it was Thursday and and then he emailed back he goes it is Thursday. <laughs> go, oh, oh my god, right. that's hilarious. <laughs> that's but I Ooh. always I always think that uh, being honest, who's I talking to? Oh, a I friend know. of mine. Because mm-hmm. I did a dork forest and I didn't know who Eric Clapton was. And uh, <laughs> do you know why? Because I'm a dork. What do I care? What, Eric Clapton doesn't affect my life. Does he book something? He doesn't. Who gives a shit? <laughs> and uh, I'm, sure his, I'm sure I like his music. And then Andy was like, he was in Cream, Jackie. And I was like, what is that? And it's a band. I know that. But I mean. There's a bunch of old guitarists that all got together and fucking created well, Mark Marin. <laughs> Yes. You know that generation of guys that are like into cream and those kind of guitarists? Yeah. Exactly. And they all play guitar and and they they just fucking talk about Jimmy Page versus somebody else. I know. Who are are you talking about? Yeah. And it's fine. But I like, I know. Hey, we all have our obsessions. It's true. Like, and so this guy, Sal Kalani, he's a San Francisco guy. Mm -hmm. I think I told you about it. He does that. I know him. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah. Was Jimi Hendrix was his uh, dorkdom. Mm -hmm. And he told me that Eric Clapton. Uh, that he blew up when he he jammed. Uh, he asked to open, whatever. He asked to jam with Eric Clapton and then outshone him. Mm-hmm. And then Eric Clapton uh, unplugged and let him have the stage because he was so great, Jimi Hendrix. And um, 
And that's a great story. But the story that I got out of the Dork Forest was, with Sal Kalani was that uh, Keith Richards' first wife's name, her last name was Keith. Really? That's weird. How weird is that? That is weird. <laughs> <laughs> who, what, what, who was she? I don't know. I think her name was Linda Keith. No. Interesting. And then she married a guy named Keith. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's. I was like, that seems weird. That's I rushed over here from Booby Trap for this. It's a great story. Good time. So I get to Booby Trap and I. I was like, oh, I got. I'm like thinking in my head, I got to get at her by eight fifty. And I didn't. Right. I get tired of being the asshole that's always like, hey, can I um, go yeah, yeah. now? <laughs> so I was just sort of rocking autistically, hoping <laughs> that someone would notice. notice. <laughs> and he, he goes, oh, you're next. I was like, thank you. Oh, that's great. I, my, I got the lineup and I was uh, I was to go up at nine o'clock. Yeah. At the improv. And, I, and so I emailed her back and I said, hey, uh. Two things. First of all, she offered me an 11 o'clock set over there as well, and I had Are to turn it down. It? Well, I turned oh, it yeah. down because I thought we were going to do 10 to 11. Oh. And, um, and Never turn down a spot. No. Let's no, cut this shit short. <laughs> Come on. You know I'm dying to do that. Yeah. Never turn down a spot because of this podcast. All right. Uh, that well, is rule number one. Well noted. Um, anyway, but uh, so I went and... I just said to Bill, I was like, hey, can I get up earlier? And um, it turns out everybody wanted to just swap around like crazy. Oh, really? So it was uh, Chris Porter was on stage. Mm-hmm. He was great. I hadn't seen him in a couple of years. Yeah. His, uh, he only, we're all just doing tens, right? And it was, it was exceptional. Cool. It was a wonderful set. And then uh, I would massacre his name. So why don't I pretend I don't remember his name? And uh, – <laughs> It is, and it was just okay, but it was kind of premises I had heard on the road, mm-hmm. and I was sitting next to uh, a comic about our age, and he was like, God, this premise is great, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I've heard it. Uh, he goes, it's a funny joke, and I said, no, no, it's a good angle. No, I like the act out, and uh, so, uh, you know how you like, there's not a polite wow, way to say. some serious Jackie Cation shade. <laughs> I like the act out. I'm trying to be as supportive. I don't know how to. It's like to be supportive, but not. I don't want to commit to the fact that it was a joke about about um, not not. It was like a, there's an Uber like. Have you heard this premise on the road? It's an Uber like uh, like business, but you get your house cleaned by women who aren't wearing topless. Uh, tops. Yeah, I've heard of that service. I've heard that premise. Uh, premise. I think it's an actual service. No, it's a real service. But yeah. I've heard guys talking about it. Oh, right. And and the pre- and and every and all the guys that I've heard talking about it. The angle is is how clean do you want your house, or do you just want to see free titties? Yeah. And it turns out it's the second thing always. That's why they have a business like that. And uh, so, but it's... six different guys doing that joke, and then I had to watch it again, and I was like, no, this is I. No, I see what he's doing. Um. I, th- I think it's safe to say every stripping uh, premise has been done. Like you're not if, – if there's naked women in your setup, um, someone else has done it. Right. right? You know who has some interesting uh, naked lady uh, bits? Hmm. It's uh, going to be Norton. Oh, yeah, because, Jim Norton? Yeah, yeah, because his neural pathways are different. <laughs> They're very different. They're very different. So <laughs> they go out, way to put it. They go out to town, yes. and then they come back. Yes. His neural pathways go get a fucking taco. Yeah. And then they come back, and you're like, I, somebody told me the other day that he's, he's, he does a joke about how he will sometimes just doodle a naked girl yeah. on, on a piece of paper and then jerk off to it. 
And you're like, why? Why do you bother doodling? Why can't you just keep it in your brain box that there's a noodly lady? And uh, but no, that's uh, that's a. It you know, feels very there, Jim Norton. There are some comics that I feel like do crazy things so they can talk about them, and then there's other comics who are crazy, <laughs> are crazy. And, who are crazy, and go, oh, let me just contain this by talking. I feel like Norton's the second where he's oh he's bleeding off his insanity by right. being a stand-up and, comedy. Yes, and I oh. think there are other people that are like, I'm going to be like crazy like him, so I have something to write about, yeah. something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, you can't imitate insanity. Stop trying it's... to be. <laughs> stop trying to be interesting. Yeah, and uh, right, and uh, I actually in Minneapolis when I lived in Minneapolis, there was a kid that I. There was a guy that I worked with at my day job who knew a guy, whatever. Anyway, he wanted to go crazy. So he started doing PCP. And Why did he want to go crazy? Because he thought it would make him more interesting. Wow. So it was just some 19, 22-year-old kid right. and guy who was like, I want to be crazy. I'm going to start doing PCP. He sawed his own ear off and then uh, got a tattoo of a train. So And he took his ear off so that he could get the, the smokestack where his ear hole was. And you're like... Well, success. You are yeah, currently I now. Do you uh, find insane. him fascinating? What uh, happened to him? Uh, I assume he's dead. I don't know where he is. Uh, <laughs> I assume that that is a person who's no longer with us. Um, hmm. My favorite thing that happened yesterday or today, who knows? Um, my brother called me to tell me that my brother started. He was telling me how one of the my brothers is a series of lectures. Yeah, that, that's how he raises his children right with a a constant barrage of information and how are you doing and information and how are you doing Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's all parents no that's i i um i try to not do that and i because my mom is very inquisitive and annoyingly so and um i'm seeing my son sort of get irritated by her a little bit you know (laughs) and i'm trying and i also noticed that if I ask him, a, you know, how is school, uh-huh. I get nothing. Right. But he starts to, if we are reading together and and then we stop reading and we're just staring at the ceiling, he starts to, like, spin tales and tell me things, like, yeah. indirectly. And then I can ask a question inside there and get a little more intel and kind of find just out real what's going on in his life. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it comes out. In odd ways, okay. you know, when we're walking or driving and stuff. But yeah, direct that... interrogation doesn't work. Right. Russ doesn't do it. It's more you're receiving a lecture series from my brother, Russ, who I love dearly. And, uh, and is actually... He's not listening. You don't have to say you love him. Uh, okay. Uh, I like him. He's all right. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, the, uh, but he, uh, he was telling me that he was talking to the kids about consent. Because mm-hmm. they were 14 and 17. It's a couple of years ago he was talking to the... Uh, you're, his, you're, his... you're bumping into a bit of mine. Oh, really? No, I'm just... I'm talking about that a, a little bit on stage with my son. Oh, just about wanted consent? to warn you about oh, right. teaching him about consent. Oh, well, yeah. The, yes, but my, I know that bit. That's yeah. A, that's a great bit. And, uh, and... It needs work, but... <laughs> Oh, but it's June 9th on. It's a new my new project. <laughs> that bit will be tight. <laughs> and but it was but every but the what I think is funny and a possible bit for me is how everyone in my family talks about real they talk about real things. Mm-hmm. But you get it from a sales technique. So he's talking to the boys about women and consent and he's like you know, no is non-negotiable. You're not making that sale. If she says no, you don't make that sale. Yeah. And uh, I was like, what did you say? And he said, yeah, I just, I told him, you know, 
that's I mean, you might be able to convince her, but that's not that's not what that's not the place for the to negotiate that sale. It'll be fine if she, if she means yes, you'll make the sale later in the week. So this is like Willie Loman as a rape counselor. <laughs> Well, and my father is sitting there, and my father pipes up with one of his Orville Redenbacher sayings from the 12th century, mm-hmm. and he says, women are like streetcars. There's another one in 20 minutes. And I'm like, who did you steal that from, first of all? <laughs> and should I get some popcorn? And But, I mean, the good news about all of those, that entire story, right. is that all of the men in my family are willing to take no for an answer. <laughs> Yay! They seem very optimistic about their chances. Oh. And they'll just bop on to the next one. Very, that's very that's much what so. you like in a guy. Sure. It, yeah, it's, it's, fine <laughs> if it's, it's fine if it's not working out. You'll just keep moving. I had this, so I, I went to, I did a set. So we we talked on Monday night. Sure. Yeah. So okay. that's the last podcast. And then we had Tuesday. Tuesday. Did you do set last night? Tuesday night? Don't know. Do you don't know? You don't remember anymore? No, I don't. <laughs> I know they all blur together. Oh, no. I did do a set last night. Where? Oh, who, that, that is. Tell your story. And I was, I'll look. Well, it's not a great. It's, I was at Rumi Cafe, which is like this little tiny book room that this comic named Rome books. He's okay. lived out here for a long time, but I, I met him in New York. So I think of him as a New York guy. Yeah. And um, it's just small. It's in Studio City. It's kind of fun. And yeah. uh, and I was trying to figure, like, you know what I got to do is listen to these bits for my Conan set that when I first wrote them, maybe. Because yeah. you know how sometimes you start tweaking and tweaking. And, and you lose stuff. You do lose stuff. And I remembered that um, I used to direct the second joke to single moms. And for some reason, I just broadened it to single parents to be yeah. more inclusive. But then it, it doesn't, I was like, it's, it actually hasn't been working as well since I broadened it. And I kind of just remember that. And so I've been trying it, you know, last night and at booby trap <laughs> and then I'll t- at Venice to like narrow it again. Yeah. Bring it Cause back I down. think it's, I think that makes it work better, but, it, but I realized, Oh, that's how I started it. What, you know, isn't it weird when a joke starts working, then you start tinkering with it, and then you know, I, you I don't know, you just yeah. lose stuff. Yeah. Well, I have this to say: is mm-hmm. so I, it was a great set that I did last night. I did do a show, and it was super fun. It was oh yeah, at Lyric Hyperion. Oh yeah, that's I did right. Modern Vaudeville. How was it? Oh, it was, that's such a great. That's it was a great so show. Great. That's Annie Abrams. It was so dark show. though. Yes. The audience. I mean, literally, they are in Their the pitch. dark. Yeah. It's like Dangerfields. <laughs> oh God. I remember Dangerfields. Yeah. Um, there was never anyone in there the couple of times I did. Da- I did Dangerfields in like 88, 89. I think there's still the audience members are still the same. Right. There's there. the four people that are still sitting uh, yeah. not together. Yeah. Perfect. I haven't been idea. there so long. I used to work there quite a bit. But they. Do you ever work was... at the Boston Comedy Club? Yeah, a little in bit. The village or yeah. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dangerfields was the only place in the city where you did 30 minutes. And he paid you a little extra. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so. And, and you could, the crowd response was so light that you could do 45 minutes <laughs> in 30 minutes. Right, right. Yeah, you get to run your whole your whole new mm-hmm. album. Sure, what the heck. I did, um, so I did a podcast today that Jess got me months ago. Oh, cool. It was something called Reality Bites. Mm-hmm. And it was supposedly about sex, but it ended up mostly just being about family. It was weird. Hmm. And, then, um, and then I did David Feldman's podcast like a pre-recorded and we talked for almost two hours wait you so you just called in that was a skype one oh 
And it was kind of, because he's in New York. I know. I love Feldman. Yeah, Feldman's great. His podcast is fun. At one point, he did this thing where he wanted a, he did a play on words of mullet and mullah. <laughs> and mullah is, of course, some sort of Islamic yeah. cleric. Yeah. And I couldn't remember. I knew that it was an, I knew it was something, but I couldn't yeah. remember what it was. Yeah. And so he had to explain. And I said, have you ever thought about writing for Dennis Miller in the 80s? And uh, <laughs> he did. I got a laugh. I got a laugh from, uh, it's always nice to get a laugh from Feldman. And <laughs> um, nice to see how, how is your album doing? Do you know anything? Oh, I just Did got my checks? first. I just got my first check from Stand Up Records. No, and it was great. Really? Yeah, yeah. First quarter was uh, quite nice. Wow, and that's yeah. just that's all sound exchange money. No, no, that's not sound exchange money at all. It's just that's sales. All stand Up Records. Yeah. Whoa. But it's all four albums. So, but okay. it's but it's also. But is it mostly again as hero? Uh, it has to be hero, just because he it's doesn't, mostly he it's doesn't half split again. it out. He does break it down. I never yeah. look at it. I'm the worst. Aren't you he, fascinating? He takes the time You're not to, interested? Uh, he takes the time to make a spreadsheet. It's lovely. And uh, <laughs> I should do something with it. I uh, I just look at the number and go, yay, money. And then I put it in the bank. And then you, I have a little 10% plan where I take 10% of it and I put it in my savings account. I was just going to ask you, and your, is your savings an IRA? No, no, it's just a regular savings. And then I do an IRA at the end okay. of the year. Right, so if I, uh, and I've only done one once because I've only had money to do one once. Yeah. I did feel the other day like I was fabulously wealthy. I feel like I've, um, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, I'm fabulously wealthy because I went to Target because uh-huh. I needed a pair of shorts. And I was like, I don't even care how much they are. They give me $30. <laughs> I'm not even going to look. And then I didn't, I didn't like Cherokee the way any of them. shorts are never $30. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I couldn't find any that I'd liked anyway. There's not... They're not the ones that I wanted mm. at this time. So, whatever. Um, well, but, that's cool. I I, uh, were, I I I think I did. Uh, I've done everything I need to do for my album. Like I named the uh, bits. Oh, do you name you the know? tracks? Yeah, there's. I forget how many tracks are. Like I regret one ten? name on my track. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Because uh, it sounds weird. It's uh, it's called trying to be gay, and it's a minute and a fifteen second joke, and I only cut it. Because it was it was part of a bigger chunk, yeah. But I cut it into a just its own track because, um, it didn't seem to fit with that joke. I felt like oh, that's its own. The, it made the other track too long. I thought. Yeah, so, they're supposed to be how long? Like four. I like a three and a half, four minute track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one. There's one joke that's about six minutes long. Yeah. And there's one, and then there's a couple of jokes that are about a minute. So it's I um. But I don't know what that means emotionally if you just – like if it pops up on your Pandora trying to be gay, you're like, what is she saying? And then you listen to it and you're I like – I think they'll give I you credit. Yeah, they might give me the benefit of the doubt. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess I guess that's all done. Like but the, you've done that and, so, and do you have the art? he has art? the artwork. Yeah. Matt, Matt Belknap's doing the artwork. Because you're doing it with a, a special thing, right? Right. ASD. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean I had to listen to it again. To name the tracks, right? Did Ugh. you cut, did you time code it to break the tracks, or did he break? No, the tracks? he kind of, he did a lot of the work. And okay, I can't hear it ever again. I just, <laughs> I just can't. I just can't bear it. Right. Um. You know, but uh, I, yeah. It's a. Uh, how does it hold up? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Right. I, I, you can't listen. You know how many times I, I'd have to be away from it. I'm just, you know, steeped in death right now. But it's an right. old death. It's a two, two or three year old death now. And and uh, right, you know. it's weird. My my book is on presale 
yeah, yeah, it's Amazon. I'm, I'm like, hey, it's not. We haven't even ed- finished editing. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, what? if you wanted to get a jump on it, it's um, it's yeah, yeah, um, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. little goalposts are being met. I guess or yeah. You know, benchmarks are being met. And so you you did your pass on the book. Now they have it with a new editor, right? Is that it? Yeah. And uh, here's what's going to – here's what I hope will happen. I have this uh, – I'm doing Vermont this weekend on yeah. this oh, eight-hour right. train ride back to yes. New York. And, I'm, and I printed out my book, so I'm just going to – you know, I haven't really looked at it. I forget stuff really easily so I can come to it and not know what's coming, you know, yep. and go, oh, okay. I, I just need to like have enough time away from it um, and look at it myself. You when, know? when are you going to Vermont? Um, I, I will have come back from it, but I'm going tomorrow night. I'm flying out tomorrow night. Right, right. When this goes, you, you will have already done it. Yeah. But um, so you're leaving Thursday. Right, Thursday for, night. To do a Friday, Saturday at Burlington. Yeah, yeah. and then County I'm spending Club. the rest of the week in New York. And then you're going to spend the week in New York. Okay. So, okay, because for a second I was like, "Well, she can't. Is she just doing Saturday? That'd be weird." And yeah, we um, have next. We have a dark week. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I'm leaving. My flights tomorrow morning. It'll be two weeks over. But uh, yeah, the comedy attic. Well, and, I sh- yeah, I have like uh, at least four spots a night in Manhattan for so, the, Sunday week, through Saturday. Yeah, so that's at a least lot of the stuff. Twenty stand or. 24. Yeah, stand and stand up in New York Comedy Club. Oh my god. Um and then so Do you want to tell them about your idea? What? On June 8th? What idea? Cuz you're doing Conan. Oh, yeah. We I think this... that's a that's a crazy idea, okay. but if you're willing to do it, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. That will tape the podcast at Conan um in the dressing room yeah. and we'll do half of it before my set and then half of it <laughs> So she texted me this idea. Hey, do you want to do it? And I was like, wow, that sounds super. Yeah, sure. You want to? And then you're like before and after. And I said, you know, when I, next time I do Conan, we're not doing that. Because <laughs> I'm going to be freaked out. <laughs> I've only done it twice. It's the only t- the only thing that's ever had You've me on a late night set. That's so, great. Yeah. I've only it's done great. it once. Oh, there you go. Did you ever do the other the other shows? Um, Wait, have you ever done Letterman? Should I bring it up? Oh, my God. <laughs> we were, we, it, I made something ugly. I'm so sorry. It was, we were going so well. Wow. <laughs> um, wow, I really shut you down, didn't I? No, um, I didn't. I, I was on Tough Crowd enough. You, you know. were on Tough Crowd a lot. You were, that was great. Ish, yeah. yeah. You know, I was it only never on once. feels like a, enough. <laughs> Somebody told me afterwards because I asked to be on again that I yeah. that they didn't like what I did. Was so. it Jeff? Was it the Booker singer? Yeah, might have been. Mm. The great thing about Jeff Singer is that he will tell you. Yeah, he's super honest, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, you know, they weren't that India." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't mind that. Yeah. You're like, fair enough, Jeff mm-hmm. Singer. And, well, my thing about, remember when I was on, um, you won't. I'll remember it distinctly because mm-hmm. I was on once. Uh, it was right after John Ritter died, and they asked if we had anything to say about John Ritter dying. No, really? Yeah. He died oh my on the God. Friday. I was on on the Monday, and I wrote a <laughs> joke, and the joke was that they changed the name of his show to Eight Simple Rules uh I can't tell because my dad is dead, that I ignore because my dad is dead. That was the joke. And uh, I got booed by the audience and they cut it, which is weird because that's part Was it your act four? You know, was it the thing you do at the very end, the act four, the summary or something? Might have been. (laughs) 
No, but no, it wasn't because it was no, a topic. It wasn't they cut, okay, it was okay, a topic. Okay. Yeah. And why I was he? A t- why was his death a topic? Oh my god. I don't know, but it was brutal because it was <laughs> it was the definition of with? too soon. Yeah. It was. Uh, who was I on with? Oh, I th- oh, it was Voss. Yeah. It was me. Rich Voss. Rich Voss. Um, yeah, there was, and it might have been Geraldo. Wow. And it might have been Norton. One more. But I can't remember. Norton. Yeah. But it was all guys and then me. Yeah. And uh, and then, yeah. And, I'll tell you, yeah. this is, I won't say the name of the comic, but I did, um, it was almost always, there's only one female if there was a female on. Like, they never would waste to, <laughs> to right. get. Well, they're just going to bleed yeah. all over the yeah, chairs. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, so one time I did it with another female comic. Oh, wow. And, and she was always really great when she was with the guys. You yeah. Know? And when I was there, she wasn't great. She shut down. Phyllis and then Diller. I was like, no. <laughs> no, that would have been weird. Phyllis no. Stiller was never yeah. a tough guy. But it was, if she was, it was like, oh, she sort of flowers when she's the only female. Ah. And when I was there, it put a damper on her per- her persona. It was interesting. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, so, it wasn't it, like she was like angry or trying. It just, no, she no. wasn't like... I don't think she could flirt as much, and that's part of you what... overcompensate if you are the only woman. So, and yeah. if you're used to that, and the angle yeah. that you play is that angle, right? That's and then that angle gets and then it ta- fucks. Yeah, it's yeah. taken away from you. You're like Ugh. you're like regroup, regroup. I don't know <laughs> abort, how to be abort. <laughs> I don't know how to be a, a two two a two. How do we do this? And uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, did you ever do that VH1 the list? No. I did that. Who booked it? Uh, I can't remember, but it's it like was... me mad uh, at them for not putting me Henry on Henry Rollins was hosted it. And oh, I used to have a crush on him. Uh, no reason not to. That yeah, guy, thank that you. guy was a mess. Uh, there was yes, no reason the not of, to. The kind of mess I'm attracted <laughs> exactly. to. Exactly. But I was on with um, Steven Seagal. Oh, was, my God. <laughs> yeah. What? He wore two kimonos. Two. Not just one, but he had a red one over a blue one. Oh, my God. And him and Henry Rollins got into a little uh, whisper fight. Before we walked out. Wait, it was just the three of you? No, no. It was uh, the guy who played. Do you have VHS of this? I you think have I do. To digitize this and put it online. I think I do. I think I have a three quarter inch. Oh know. my god! Uh, so, Pay whatever it takes. Take it to Costco. Do you remember? Do you remember the guy uh, who was in Saving Private Ryan who played the Jewish soldier? He yes. also played Chandler's yeah, uh, roommate, Adam Goldman. I think is he his was name. on. He was really funny. Mm-hmm. And then Ray uh, from the Doors. Yeah, Ray Manzarek from The Doors. Clapton? It was, no. it was Eric Clapton's a little brother of Ray Manzarek. Uh, <laughs> I almost said Ray Omigata. Oh that was my that's my sister's and I's name for Ray Liotta. And okay. I was the I was the comic, right? Yeah. So I came up with joke. Oh, they, they sound like a great audience. See, for you. The, it was it was genuinely brutal. Awful. Because there was like we were supposed to come up with inspirational there was one list was an inspirational list and I picked something or your favorite group thing and I picked do they know it's Christmas? Uh-huh. And uh, Ray Manzarek said you know a lot of that money never got made made it to Africa uh, to me on the show and I said did you know that they don't even know it's Christmas? Because <laughs> they're Muslim <laughs> and I got nothing from any of these bastards. <laughs> Rollins <laughs> does not seem like a good laugher. He was not a particularly He's good laugher. He's super intense. They were intense, but him and him and him and uh, Steven Seagal got into it because oh, I Seagal. guess what? he's like Donald Trump. He's someone did a comparison of the two. Henry Rollins confronted him about uh, lending him twenty five bucks seven seven hundred years ago and never getting it back, and uh, and and uh, and. Uh, 
Steven Seagal had just uh, paid somebody to tell him he was a reincarnated monk. And so he was all glowing and he oh. was just all in his peace mode. Mm-hmm. But he was also like, I could break you people in half. He's like the shittiest version of The Rock ever. <laughs> and uh, But it was such a weird, but you know, okay, so you never did that one. I never did that one. Did that tape here in did L.A.? You, it taped here in L.A. Mm. Did you ever do, were you unleashed? Have you been unleashed? Yes. I've was, only been unleashed once. Once is enough. It was all right. I didn't mind it, actually. I was genuinely unleashed. They didn't even ask me what bits I wanted to do. They just really? told me. They said, what are the setups that he needs to say? <laughs> you don't even care. <laughs> and oh I said, God. okay. <laughs> and then I got to say whatever I wanted. And you, I was, you, there's, like, there's, you know, you're, when you're doing a late night spot, you, you pour over every word. You go back and forth with the booker. And this, you know. There's a comb involved. They're like, no, nope, oh try to God. get rid of that the. And yeah. you're like, yeah. And but with this thing, do whatever you want. But my favorite one was Lisa Langang booked uh, a Friday night videos thing. Yeah, I never did. Which that was one. that late night. Well, I lived here and I just moved here. Yeah, and uh, it was mostly just the Largo crowd, and I fell in with them because I'm a you know storytelling alti comic by yeah. nature. And so, <laughs> but what I loved about her. And Bart Coleman mm-hmm. was her assistant at the time. Mm-hmm. I might have told this. Oh, I didn't know he was her assistant. Oh, yeah, and, he, and and but the, he was her assistant for a short time. But then he worked on the show. Yeah, and I remember him walking me to the stage, and um, and all I had been told was do seven to ten. It was like a regular show. Oh wow! It was just do seven cool. to ten. They're going to cut it down to seven, and um. Not Robert Kelly, but Robert Hawkins. Oh, did twenty two? So funny, <laughs> twenty two. He did twenty two for the television show <laughs> that they were going to cut down to seven. It was uh, Bert ca- Bart came Why? back and he was What's like, he "It's thinking? the." I think he was having a good time. Oh my but god! But Bart came back and said, "New record, new record, Robert." <laughs> <laughs> and then but then I saw that people got to do a, it a second time. Yeah. So I emailed and I said, "Can I do it a second time?" Uh-huh. And I, and Lisa goes, "Yeah." And then just gave me a date. Oh. And then um as Bart is walking me to the stage that time he said, "You're doing a different 7 to 10, right?" That was the entire input. And I was like, wow. yes. And I was like, this is the greatest TV show I've ever been out of my life. Did you ever do Friday Night? No. Wait, was that where they played music? Henry Cho. Henry Cho hosted it with this. I forget what her name was. She wasn't a stand-up, but she was married to the executive producer of the show. Okay. Total coincidence, I'm sure. <laughs> Sometimes you just get... She was very nice, but she just wasn't, you know. Right. She was more of like she a, hosted? A, a TV presenter type. Okay. And um, and Henry That's a Cho. job. Yeah. So yeah. they they were they were co-hosting it, and they just and you would it was the same sh- set that the Tonight Show shot on. It Leno's it was Tonight Show. Oh right. And the audience was allowed to stay if they wanted to. So they'd already seen the Tonight Show. They'd already had their dream show, right. and now they're just hanging around watching. Uh, right. Yeah. A bunch of comics. A bunch of comics. No, it was, I never did It was that. a death set. What. <laughs> <laughs> you do it with i don't i don't remember yeah it, was it, it the 90s it was the, yeah it was definitely yeah. the 90s yeah there was i never did like people were always like everyone did the a thing or whatever it had oh been. the a list the yeah. a list i never i did never that. did that yeah but i was i internalized that i guess i'm oh i i was like oh i guess i'm b list oh shit really yeah i do okay. internalize all those things but every insult every slight i remember and <laughs> make it part of my dna exactly hey let's do uh comic of the week Mm-hmm. Go for it. Excuse me. Danielle Perez. Danielle Perez, ladies and gentlemen. Thigh Gap Comedy. Yes. And uh, Los Angeles is Los Daniel Angeles. Perez. Very funny. At Diva Deluxe. 
at Diva Deluxe. At Diva Deluxe? D E L U X. Oh, no, E. So D I V A D U L U X. Something like that. Yeah, and then Thigh Gap Comedy. And Thigh Gap Comedy. And, um,. She's great. And the thing is, is I saw her early on. Like, mm-hmm. she's probably been doing it five years now, yeah. maybe six. Mm-hmm. And I just followed her. She just went to New Orleans. Oh, really? And did a bunch of shows oh, uh, cool. in Louisiana. Oh, is she doing, like, a little run? Yeah. She uh, just, I love what's, what these, what, what the. I, I, they're yeah. like, fuck it. I'll book my own shit. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah. You know who great. does that? Kyle Clark. Kyle Clark, have you heard? Have you yes. heard about Kyle Clark? Yes. Yeah. I think it's awesome. It's pretty great. Um, it's, uh, she also has uh, a show called Gentrification. Out. Oh, right. At that art studio? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. That one's fun. Yes. I haven't done that in an age. But uh, yeah, she's actually great. I like. She's next yeah. gen female comics. Very much so. And and the, the stuff is, yeah, I love that it, how personal it is. Mm-hmm. And then it always finds a punchline, which yep. is great. Yep. That's all I'm Very looking funny. for. Hooray. <laughs> there you go. Think of us when you're booking. Uh, think of us when you're producing. Yeah. If you need somebody to open for you about whenever, whenever you're, whenever you're huge in New Orleans, I'd love it. So I've, let's see. I, um, I, I have a bunch of shows next week. I don't know. I, I don't know that I have anything to add to this thought. I was trying to. <laughs> I was like. I was like. Wait, no. We talked about that two days ago. I know we talked about that five days ago. Yep. I'm just trying to get as many spots in before this. Before the recording. Before, before the, the taping. The deadline. Yeah. Yeah. I think next. The, um, when this goes up, I hopefully have will have gotten a, a good tape to send. Yeah. Of the cleaned up set. And we'll see. It's mm-hmm. do you have all a, I want to do, do is the new stuff. Do you have a a little joke, a short joke that says that you're married to the, your first boyfriend? Do you have a joke like that? Like no. What I have is um, a setup that it's it's how essentially it's just yeah maybe maybe I should write that joke. <laughs> maybe you have one. Do you have maybe there's one in your like an old notebook or something or when okay. do you have anything from when you were dating Andy? You might yeah. have stuff there that might might work. Right. I think I did I think I did it the first set. Yeah. The first Conan oh, okay. set was mostly me just setting up yeah. that your um, second Conan set. <laughs> my second Conan set, which is setting up my third Conan Folks, set. I need you, you guys. It's, uh, <laughs> you do do a little homework before this before <laughs> it's, our next comedian. There's an arc. <laughs> and <laughs> wants an arc <laughs> on five minutes at a time it's uh um so but but i do uh, i have essentially i was psyched today doing this writing i was joke machine with uh with foley mm-hmm. and i did we came up with some great like sort of the we're we're working on a couple of my different. I have one bit that isn't political, mm-hmm. and I and so that's great. I have this millennial bit that I'm working on that mm-hmm. might have a new end, which mm-hmm. would be great. And then I have this communication thing about how my dad, uh, about how everybody sells. It's all sales. The thing yeah. I was trying to work. Yeah. I don't. It's so new, but it's so old. Yeah. Because it's it's literally. I, I feel like I've worked on this bit for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> where I'm like. Everything's a sale to him. And then I talk about something else. And it's now it's so, everything's a sale to him. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think, I mean, 
novelists always come back to the same themes. I think comedians do too. And it's and especially when it's your dad, it's this never ending premise. And right. It's never ending uh you it's know a hell of a well. Yes. Um so yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah. And the one time a, a comic did come up to me and said, You still talk about your dad a lot? And I wanted to kill him. Because uh, you know how, like, you're like, I talk about other things, and uh, and then I thought, why do I have to? I don't even have to worry about it. Don't even sweat it. I I uh, I used to do a lot of material about my mother on stage. Like when I was, in fact, when I moved to New York, I had a, a whole bunch of stuff where I did her voice. You know? Oh yeah. And some a female comic said, "You got to drop that stuff." Letterman never books women who talk about their mother. <sighs> Well, guess what? He also booked book one you. who dropped material about her mother. He didn't book her either. <laughs> right. But I mean, I was like, I bet that's true. I bet it's like two female. It's female on female. Like, I don't I, I don't think those are the rules anymore. Like, yeah. female comics talk about female things now. They talk about their it's mothers. Ca- they talk about their lives. They talk about their interests. They and- talk about their bodily functions. Yes. And I was just talking to Feldman today for an hour and a half, and he said, that his daughter is doing stand-up comedy, and he told her, "Yeah, no, I really? totally want to see David Feldman's oh, daughter do stand-up my God, comedy." You too. Yeah, she's smart too. Isn't, didn't she graduate from a good school? Did she I, go to Cal? I don't know. I think she did. Cal State? What? Cal what Ber- Berkeley? Oh, Berkeley. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Um, whatever it is, um, he told her that women comics shouldn't talk about bodily functions. Oh my God. And uh, and he said, "I'm not proud of that, but I stick by it." And I'm like, no, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> How can you know that it's wrong? If and guys stick talk to about it. jerking off and talk about semen, that, you and know, pooping and all of it. Yeah, it, you, when you're in the audience and a comma comes on, you're going to see the world through their point of view, through their eyes, their right. point of view. You it, just you have to shift a little bit. Yep. And there are and women in the audience that have trained. had to do that for sixty years. Yeah, we our whole so, lives. Yes, culturally, societally, we we shift the dominant point of view is the male point of view. And right. So, so if 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 you book other comics, you will get other people coming to your comedy club, and you will make more money. So why oh, don't other you, types of comics? Other yes. types of comics but, besides. But uh, but I, but I think it's fascinating how the audience is shifting a little bit. It's not you know the when women are talking about stuff like that, people don't drop out. They're still listening and they're still getting it and they're laughing and yeah and um, but I know that when I started it was there was like all these weird they weren't unspoken rules they were spoken oh very rules spoken by, by the, club owners by headliners oh yeah by the six male comics that I started with yes. uh, that who had been doing it literally months longer than me <laughs> who were like please you're right. not supposed to talk about this and that and that and you're like. Oh, okay. Okay. Is that the rule? And the audience was also, guys were like, oh, that's girl stuff. You know, it was very, uh, guys would definitely not want to be involved in any any sort of female lifestyle uh, issues or <laughs> right. interests. Right, right. And now it's melded and it's mushed together now. And it's kind of awesome. Yeah, it's, just... it's it is awesome in a way. It's like, it's, it's, it's like how, um, if you go to the South, this, a lot of the South looks like the Midwest and it looks like the, you know, in a way there's, there's no regional, you know, parts of America anymore. Right, it's right. all starting to sound together, look, look, look alike. And it's sort of disheartening in a way, but in a different way, all that stuff's being broken down between genders. It seems like a little way, at least in the sit in the cities, you know, maybe yeah. not 
Yeah, and people are white knuckling it out in the boons. Yeah, they're like, no, we're holding they're, on to her. They're punching journalists. <laughs> they're body <laughs> slamming a guy. Yeah, he's just like he's a British guy. You don't you don't hit the British. I know he's got that accent, <laughs> and I think he was an old guy. I don't and think he was. No, he was a no, young guy. The guy who punched him was a was little an older. old guy. Yeah. Okay, he's some asshole who. This is all I know is he he started a software company and sold it for a billion dollars. It's like and then he nothing's he'd run that worthwhile. Nothing's how could that make a billion dollars? Whatever you, whatever stupid shitty thing <laughs> code you invented, how could it be? It just, the world's wrong. It's off. Is it off? Yes. But you could have been that person. That's why, you, that, that's why it's off. That, Cause that, I'm not. That's why you, that you know exactly how hard it is. HTML. <laughs> no, I don't. I, the C++. It's, no? They're very different. Uh, it's, you know, like, uh, do you ever watch Spanglish Silicon Valley? Spanglish to uh, Russian. What? You ever watch Silicon Valley? I love Silicon Valley. It's yeah. great. It's um, I've I saw the first episode. I don't have HBO. Uh, what time I, is it? Where are we at? Oh my god! <laughs> Once we're reviewing TV shows that uh-huh. we haven't seen, it's time to check the time. Excellent point. Excellent point. What else? Let me look at my notebook. Oh, so my third joke uh, yeah. in my Conan set, I think it needs a tag, and I'm just playing around with it. Oh, that's And then I thought, well, maybe I could do it without it, because it's only like 10 seconds, but it's 20 seconds if I do a tag. But that mm-hmm. that does take out, you know, a significant amount of time, because it's a four and a half to five minute set. I just, whatever, what I just did a booby trap was the whole set, and was like four and a half minutes. Okay. I mean, it and was... And that's without... Not you know, it's like in a giant warehouse. It's not. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to be the, the the way it goes. It's um. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a new bit that I haven't. Pardon me. I'm, I'm just going to do a little paperwork while we're while we're talking. Oh, great! Um, I can't wait to exactly have a conversation right? with you when I have nothing to talk about and you're not making <laughs> eye contact. Why don't you do a little high? Do some of the heavy lifting here. You can do it. It's, uh... <laughs> I started meditating in the morning, seven minutes in the oh, morning. Oh, wow. And do you have an app? Or no, just I just uh, put the ringer on the phone. It's at seven minutes, it goes off. And I just okay. sit. I mean, it's probably, I just uh, try to keep my eyes closed and sit um, cross legged. Um, and then uh, back to my breathe? morning pages. No, oh, I hold my breath for seven down. minutes, Jack. No, no, is, but are you counting breaths? Or, I don't know anything. I, I, I did a Laura House, Will You Med with Me? Yeah. And she taught me how to meditate, and I've forgotten. <laughs> so, what do you follow your breath? Is that the whole thing? I think a little. You could do that. It, it, it depends what comes up. And then um, I do. I started doing my morning pages again because I don't mm-hmm. have to write in the morning now. Okay. And, um, uh, right. We you know work on a book or anything. And oh, right. um, uh, so I'm just doing 15 minutes. If I write a page, fine. If it's three pages, fine. Oh, good. Because my mind wanders and I'll start staring. And then all of a sudden, five minutes is gone. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I still have to do three more pages. Like yeah. three pages could take me 45 minutes. It's supposed to take me 15. Right. Yeah. Give it 15 and call it a day. My mouth Here... is tired. I can't. Okay, I have to drive to Venice. What? I have decided because of last episode that I'm going to find out if there's a gym in Bloomington and go to it. Hey, cool. <laughs> there you go. At the hotel. Are you bringing a workout outfit? Oh, I forgot to bring. Yeah, uh, you can't go in your, your my, high heels that you were on stage. Right, right. How My tiara will all get all sweaty. Uh, what about, so I clearly need a pair of shorts. That's why I went, that's why I went to Target. I was just going to get work workout shorts. shorts. But I didn't get any because I didn't like any of the shorts. Do you have sweatpants? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah maybe bring I'll a pair just, of sweatpants. just bring a pair of sweatpants. It's going to be 61 to 79 degrees, I'm told, in rain. So, um, cool. yeah, so I'll just bring sweatpants and, and T-shirts and, and try to do a thing. And a bra. Got uh, do you have an exercise bra? No. Mm. I just have, I, I have fancy bras that I bought last you, year. You work out in your show bras? I don't you you have, do you have a sleep bra a workout bra and show bras what's happening with the with the bra bras are expensive well you can they're not I, I get I get uh, good ones for like nineteen dollars once you, you know the brand that and what you know yeah. what's good for you then you can find them cheap on Amazon and stuff okay we'll talk what are you buying like hundred dollar bras at Nordstroms or something I bought uh, three fancy fancy bras I don't I don't have a lot of lace. Uh, these ones, I, I decided to go to town a little bit. Hmm. It's an exciting time well, you're to married. be my b- boobs. Uh, <laughs> me and my boobs are uh, living it up. You got to bring tennis shoes for your workout. So I just can't wear these. <laughs> I just Skechers. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, you can wear Skechers. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Just, yeah, okay. Because, um, like, and today I went for a walk. That's great. I walked, and but I like a destination walk. So about a mile from my house is the closest Starbucks. <laughs> so I went to Starbucks, got myself a flat white, and walked home. Is that something? That's something. I, it is. Something. That's awesome. It's great. There's, uh, there's. They say if you walk an hour a day, three times a week, you reduce the uh, chances of getting uh, dementia. Oh well, God knows I got to do something. Let's, <laughs> let's throw poop at the wall. Um, yeah, so I think it's a good idea. I think that we're I think that we're close. Don't you feel like we're close, Kurt? We are, Kyle? Fi- we are at fifty-four. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's six minutes. That's from not, not close. That's not close. Mm-hmm. That feels far. Mm-hmm. I knew we weren't close. I, I thought you were. I'm like, this is cruel because I know we're not close. Oh, interesting. Interesting that you knew. I had a sense um, of time. Where so where is this Tuesday night gig that is in Studio City? Because I, I should be doing that gig. It's just um, it's right near Coldwater Canyon. And what? I'll I'll text you as info. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be great because yeah. I live in the valley. Mm-hmm. And I did, um, we did comedy brunch on Tuesday. And it was. Uh, Who was there? It was Pat Sussmilch, a uh, comic from Minneapolis, uh-huh. and uh, his girlfriend Carolyn, mm-hmm. who is very nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, names, Ed Greer came. Ed Greer never comes. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Um, Spacing some names, other names being spaced. Jenny Zagrino came, uh, Carmen Morales. We got to put her on the uh, Comics of the Week list. Okay. And because uh, she is grinding it out on the road, hardcore. Wow. And, and yeah, she's great. And um, Andrew I envy King. that. I don't know how, besides just creating your own stuff, you know, like these fucking $500 weeks, it's hard, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that Jesus. that that is, that is, that is making a very small living, which yeah. is what I did for 15 years. I'm sitting pretty these days. I can go to Target, get whatever shorts I want, <laughs> but it's mostly because I don't want a tennis bracelet, right? I mean, right. I don't. I'm not. It's it's not. Uh, it's great. I feel I, I feel grateful. You want yellow lucky. diamonds on your kitchen floor? You have different wants, <laughs> right? <laughs> painted, painted linoleum, yellow diamonds, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I do have them, and. Uh, Good news, the garden's coming right along, so that's something. Cool. Uh, good veg happening. I'm going to try to eat better, too. What the heck? Let's let's do this podcast for the next 30 years, and to do that, I may have to walk places and eat better. Um, you just inspired me to eat a bullet, because <laughs> I don't want to do this podcast for 30 years. I'm going to go eat a gun right now. <laughs> we should close up. 
Okay, bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.